What's going on? This is Lita Johnson. And I'm here to, to talk about the possibility of LeBron going to Philly. It's the first segment of this. We're going to get live. We're going to get real with this. It has been said that the Sixers have said it. They are going all in on LeBron James. No doubt about it. They, uh, they let it be known. And this is what I was waiting for. I've been asked a lot of questions of what do you think about Philly going after LeBron? Do you think they really get him? I had to hear some movement. I had to hear something. And yes, it's been said. And then the sources are saying that Sixers could have enough pieces to get Kawhi Leonard. That lets you know the Sixers are going after both players with aggression, okay? Um, and no, another thing I want to talk about that I'll get into more today is recruits. Recruits that People put bad names on these recruits. It's been crazy, man. Steve Craig Jr. is a beast. 2019, 2018, wherever you want to put him at, okay? I mean, he's in JUCO now, so now he got to, you know, show up for some guys. The 2018 prospect in JUCO, Central Oklahoma. Uh, the guy's beast. I mean, ain't too many tackles in the nation that can do what he do. Shout out to my guy, Steve Craig Sr., good dude. You know what I mean? We talk about Steve Craig a lot. We talk about good sports. He's knowledgeable. Got respect for him. And um, Robert Sneed. Robert Sneed is a beast. Playing for Dream View, the Indy Pirates. They're one of the best Juco programs you're going to see. Um, it'll be on Last Chance U. Uh, it's, it's a series on Netflix. And this guy can play linebacker and dominate you. Now his athleticism is going to be used as strong safety, which he will be even better to me because of the ability to play and be athletic at strong safety. Um, that's another topic. We're talking about two guys we'll be talking about and Jalen Green. I'm tired of hearing about all the high school players. It's a rap, okay? It's a serious, serious rap. It's a serious rap, okay? So I'm going to take a break, you know, fall back, be cool, and um, we're going to get on these topics. Also, Penn State recruiting. How dare some people question my ability when I have predicted They've been right most of the time on these recruits. I'm one of the best. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? The stuff I've got wrong, other people have got wrong, you know? And then I'm not going to get every one of them right. That's just not even realistic to be even in that circumference of even talking like that. So, oh, man, it's going down. We got some stuff tonight to talk about. Live podcast, the Sixers, Steve Crager Jr., Robert Sneed, Penn State recruiting, football recruiting. Oh, we're going to get live tonight, y'all. You know, we talk about Robert Sneed. It's the first guy I want to talk about, Robert Sneed. Now, you know, he went through a lot of, went through the right procedures as a recruiter, uh, as a prospect, you know, getting recruited by certain prospects. I mean, certain teams like Penn State, you know, Alabama, Georgia. And, you know, things happen. People make, you know, people go in other directions, you know. Even himself, he's told me he made a couple mistakes, you know, himself getting hurt, you know getting hurt and um, just not, you know, getting the opportunity, you know, and it is what it is, you know, he's a hard worker, he don't cry, he's a beast, he's a lion, 
You know what I mean? He's one of them type of cats. He's going to come on the field and perform. There's no doubt about it. I don't even think it's a question of how or if it's when. When he gets on the field, he'll make an impact. And I, I think it's a guy's best for him to be a strong safety. He's going to be a problem at JUCO. He's going to be recognized by a lot of programs, no doubt. Um, he went to Burgeon Catholic and Clown. He, he was in Queen of Peace. He was the man. So New Jersey has those those boys. New Jersey has prospects that know how to ball out. So there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it that the guy's going to be good. See, Baker Jr., listen, I'm seeing this guy play, right? I'm seeing this guy play. And you mean to tell me that there's a tackle there's a tackle that's better than this guy. I mean, I mean, that, that, of course, of course, there's some, no doubt. But you mean to tell me no D1 program take a chance on a guy this athletic and this monstrous? Like he will be picked up also. See, Craig Jr. is ready for war, and I, I could put money on it. You know, I could definitely put money on it. Um, you know, you, you look at some of these guys, some of these kids, man, they don't get the star they deserve. It's one big political game. What I can tell people is to, I can tell students, I can tell student athletes, stay focused, stay dedicated, man. The world is yours, man. I'm rooting for anybody who's down right now when it comes to athletics, you know? That's just what it is. I really believe in that. I really believe that a lot of these kids get the raw deal. And you'll see it. Robert Sneed, 2018 prospect, Robert Sneed, who's converted to strong safety, Plays the Dream View, Indy Pirates. Watch out for him. Steve Craker Jr., defensive tackle, 2018. Plays for Central Oklahoma. Watch out for him. I put money on it. They're going to dominate. They're going to be one of the top prospects in the nation from the JUCO. All right. Um, okay, now people want to talk. I know y'all want to know more because this is, a, this is a topic. This is big. I think most of my talk is going to be Philly. You know, I'm going to give... Um, People listen to this podcast. I'll be answering questions on my Twitter. My Twitter, excuse me. <laughs> my Twitter. Um, hit me up, writer, leader two four seven. Um, I'll be answering questions regarding LeBron James, the Sixers, and the draft. And you know, I know a lot of people want to vent about the Michael Bridges situation. I understand. I don't agree with it either. I don't. I just feel like, as far as a business standpoint, they know what they're doing. They know what they want. But as far as you know, I'm from Philly, man. So I'm kind of like, ha, ah, how could you? Ha, ah, wow, why? You know, ah, ooh, it hurt. But, you know, like uh, Jay Wright said, this is a chance for him to understand the business, how things are handled. So it'll make him grow as a player. The guy's ready for war itself. Most complete player in the draft. But um, without their first-round pick, they know what they're trying to do. They won't be keeping their first-round pick. I mean, that's my speculation, and I'm sticking to it. I thought they weren't going to keep their first-round picks, but Philly wants some young guys, and they clearly did, and they're going to use their first-round pick to get – and it's going to be some guys that are going to go. Uh, I'm going to tell you like this. I like Robert Covington, but I don't necessarily think he'll be there. Or Markel Fultz. Now, at one time, I was like, yo, Markel Fultz is not going to be traded. But when I heard a rumor that they was trying to trade up to get Michael Porter Jr., trade Markel Fultz to get Michael Porter Jr., I said, he's not safe, man. He's not safe. 
I mean, anything can happen. I really feel like it's stupid, dumb. This guy is the real deal. But we'll see what happens. I think you can trade Sarge, Covington, McConnell, and Holmes with two first-round draft picks and bring Kawhi in. I mean, think about what you're getting right now. Think, think about what you're giving away. You can even get Shake Milton because you got, I mean, what you going to do? You got Markel Fultz and Landry Shaman. I mean, you can even give up Shake Milton. So in my opinion, what, what I'm really, really preserving that and what I'm thinking is uh, that they're going to be included, but folks could be included. But Philly's going to go after Mark Kawhi. They're going to, and I, and I think as early as right now, as, as we speak, as early as yesterday, they have been talking to the Spurs for the Spurs not to trade him to no West team, which is, I feel them, man. I mean, nobody want to trade nobody inside the, inside the pot right now, man. It's crazy. And and with that trade, think about it. Lonnie Walker, Kyle Anderson, uh, Dewante Murray. You get McConnell. You get Covington. I mean, you get Dario Saric. You get a team now that you can work around. I know Popovich is a great coach. That team will be back in the playoffs. I just feel like with Lonnie Walker, I feel like he's that good. People can say what they want about Lonnie and what I think about Lonnie, but I feel like he's that good that he can come in and impact right away. And then you still got Danny Green. You still got Patty Mills. You got Murray. You still got Kyle Anderson. You bring in Dario Saric with LaMarcus Aldridge and Paul Gasol. And, and you bring in TJ McConnell. And you bring in Rashawn Holmes. And now, wait a minute. We're talking about a team. We're talking about Popovich coaching this team. And I think they can still, you know, get to that seventh seed, seventh seed in the playoffs. I just think, with a, you know what I mean? I think they have that. I think it's enticing enough to be like, all right, Ben, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to pull this trade. And then they got two more draft picks for the future. We'll make their, their rebuilding won't be so long. And then they got players that can come in right now and, 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 and impact, you know. Sarge is, yes, he's definitely a guy. He, he, to me, he's the guy definitely. You think about, yeah, we got a good piece in the trade, boom. And, so, and T.J. McConnell proved it in the playoffs, in the season. He's a clutch player. He's a he's a good player, you know. And um, Covington was all defensive NBA first team, so enough said. Enough said. So, no doubt about it. Um, um, people are talking about the Lakers now. Listen, this has been a speculation since last year, only because the Brian got businesses there. This and that. They talking about the Hollywood life. It's like the Lakers cry for help is unbelievable. It's like just because the Lakers have not, I mean, they have not gotten to their point of, um, you know, they're always looking for their quick rebuild. And them being the Lakers is such a big franchise that they got this hype on getting LeBron because of the money. LeBron always goes somewhere to win. Now, you're saying, oh, he goes there and he brings, well, he won't be able to bring Kawhi this year. That's the, He won't be able to bring Kawhi this year. So, he's definitely not going to the Lakers this year. So, so you can, I know that's your reason how he can bring Kawhi. They're not going this year. Is Kawhi is definitely not going. Paul George definitely, do. I don't think he's going to go knowing he came from a playoff. He'll wait till everything's up and try it again with OKC. And I really don't think the Lakers are hanging. I, I think Kawhi would go. I think if he went to the Sixers, he would go because he's already said it. I have to believe it. I think he would be going after one year. So, the championship that we get. What had to be done like that, and then LeBron's with the Sixers, and then us winning, we could keep them there. Now, people are saying that 
I really don't believe LeBron needs Kawhi. I think that's just even a better mark. I think that's even a better uh, uh, thing that that would lure him even more. But I think Philly has enough, and, and LeBron sees it. LeBron saw it when he played them before. Like, he knows who Ben Simmons is. He's even said the guy had the to be better than him. So why wouldn't the, the real on chip be playing with Ben Simmons? And Joel Embiid, these are, these are two dynamic young – like, this is some. It's another first for LeBron. He's already went to teams that had veterans. Why wouldn't – why wouldn't playing with the future? And I don't care what nobody say about Boston. Boston went to the playoffs with guys that already was in the playoffs. These guys learned from playoff people. Isaiah Thomas, Al Horford, Terry Rose and them stood in the back. Jalen Brown stood in the back, and they learned. That's why they were better than the Sixers. They put their playoff experience to use. Marcus Smart, there was a time he wasn't always this good. These guys learned. Philly, this was their first year, NBA's second year, and Simmons' first year playing on NBA and NBA floor, and they did this. Their first year together. Can anybody, like, if we, like just, just sit back and think about what these guys just did? 17 games, all oh, these games ain't that good. They're pro teams. Regardless, they beat 17 in a row pro te- I don't care who they're, they're pro teams. 17 in a row. I don't care. We've seen some teams lose to bad teams early in the season. You know, remember that? Golden State and them losing to, to, to bad teams early in the season. You remember that? Don't nobody remember this, but they, they want to say, oh, man, um, they played sorry teams. Don't nobody want to hear that. They pros. It's not, if you could be 17 sorry teams in the world, that's 17 in a row anytime, that's good. I don't care how bad these guys are. They beat them 17 in a row. A team always has a chance to beat 17 games. 17 games. This wasn't a seven-game win streak. This wasn't even a 10-game win streak. This was 17 games. NBA teams. So I don't really want to hear all that. You know, they beat better teams. They beat Detroit, Milwaukee. They beat some good teams. So I don't really want to hear all that, man. They didn't lose not one game in 17 tries. And the reason why playoffs, like I say, the chemistry, they brought Bellinelli and Ilyasova on at the end. You know, Ilyasova was with us for one year, but he also left. I had to come back to the chemistry fold again, you know. And uh, I really believe that in my all honesty and soul that this team is going to be even more dangerous. I think everybody knows it. There's not a young too many guys that came in the last two years that are this these last three years are that talented. You look at everybody talking about uh, the Greek freak better than Ben. Listen, the Greek freak is a phenomenal, but there's no way he's a better play all around player than Ben. I mean, he could, I think, as a scorer, yes, right now he's better scorer than Ben. It's no doubt about it. It's, it's not even, but everything else Ben does is better than him, and it, it complements for his scoring. It makes him dynamic in the playoffs. He got exposed. Everybody knew in the season he couldn't shoot. There's no exposed. There's, there's not enough. Exposed is when it's something you didn't know. Oh, it got exposed. No, we knew he couldn't shoot. But also, they switched up some games. Won the game against Boston when they had McConaughey. He played inside. They're still learning Ben himself. He has so many tools, so many ways to be effective. And he's going to have a jump shot next year. He's been working on it since the, the season. He didn't want to implicate that now. He wanted to let the game come to him. He's a student of the game. Listen. This is hot tonight, y'all. We're going to get on it. Taking a break. Follow the leader, man. Okay, we're back. Follow the leader. Um, here to talk more about 
what's going on. I want to go on Jalen Green. Jalen Green is the best high school player. I, I don't even understand why people are saying oh, even Mobley could be better. Even Mobley's a monster. He's going to be an NBA player. Isaiah Tide. Isaiah, Isaiah Tide's going to be an NBA player. I understand all this. And then you're talking about other high school players, Cole Anthony, Zion Williams. Kenny, let me tell you something, man. None of these guys even come up to the dynamic of this guy. If I had to rate my top three high school players right now, Jalen Green, Cameron Reddish, and Cole Anthony. And I love even Mobley. He's going to have to be, him and Wiseman will have to be the next. Him, Wiseman, tied, tied up. I know them guys can ball. And Infante, he's good. I mean, it's some good guys. But Green, Reddish, and Anthony to me are just like, I mean, I guess Reddish, you got to take him off of that now. I mean, he's committed. So if I had to move another guy up, it, it might be Wiseman. Wiseman is something special, man. He's something special. And then you got Isaiah Todd. Like, I don't know. I think Isaiah Todd might be better than those guys. Let me, let me take that back. I mean, this guy can really, really mean Isaiah Todd is something different. Something different. So Jalen Green is explosive. If you ain't seen this guy play, he's dunked on seven-footers. He's, he's done things that NBA players have already done on the court. Right now, I know they're saying, oh, it's high school. Oh, man, listen. I know talent. Seeing talent. This guy's the truth. Stop trying to compare other guys. When you're talking about how nobody's better than Jalen Green. Nobody. It's quick, fast, great first step, great dribble, can score from anywhere on the court, and developing an all-around game to pass. The guy's that good. I mean, you. I mean, the, the team's after him. If you want nobody's recruiting Kansas, he said Kansas prioritizes him. Of course, Duke and Kentucky are after him. And Villanova, uh, George Hockovich, Coach George Hockovich already said they're going to go after him. So, I'm going to tell you like this, man. Villanova, yeah. It's, 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 they was one of the first, out of all them teams you're hearing about, Kansas. Uh, Villanova was one of the first teams off him. That's how Jay Wright does it. Jay Wright, you know, he gets you that offer like he did Sky Lewis and Brian Antoine early. And then he comes back, and it's going to happen. This guy's too good. Jay Wright knows exactly what he's doing. When he goes in, he's going to go in. I mean, he's Jalen Green's his type of player. He's smart in the books in school. He's a well-mannered young man. That's that's first Jay Wright likes. That's the first thing. I mean, he can get any talent on the floor as you see and win championships. That's what he does. He, don't, he ain't got to be a five-star or nothing. But this guy can do that. And he, he, he's he's a team player. He's, he's, he's humble. I mean, the guy's going to be, the Villanova's going to go after him hard. Other teams are going to be going after him too. So, Villanova fans, the number one player in, in, in the nation in high school, period. The best player in high school. Villanova's going after him. So, you should be very excited about that. Now, uh, Penn State recruiting. Let's get on Penn State recruiting. I'm talking about football this segment, man. It's just football. That's it. It's football. All right, now. People on me about Noah Kane. Noah Kane said himself he's gonna come back and visit Penn State and that they moved up. Penn State's good at recruiting. There's no way in the world that you can't say that Penn State is in the favorite. I feel like they're in the favor right now. But see, you know, uh, Texas is there. The teams that are there. Eric Gray um, visited Villanova, and this big, um, they like him. He likes Penn State a lot too. So. There's going to be other recruiting going on between these uh, these players. Uh, if you talk about Air Gray, talk about Air Gray, you have Michigan, you have Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. He's from Tennessee, so you know the Vows are going to be involved. 
listen, Penn State is just as big as any of them programs. It's, it, last last recruiting class should tell you how aggressive Penn State is and getting people. And this is going to be a little class. So one of those two guys, they got forward already. One of those two guys will end up being Penn State guy. They both like them. Penn State is after them. So you're going to see one of those two guys be there. Now, if you've got two prospects that are both warm and 247, why can't I say that they both warm? You you can't say that guy's going after this guy. Oh, why could he say that? Because I just gave you the reasons. Obviously, both of them are not going to commit, but both of them, I predict one of those two guys to be there, and they're both in favor of Penn State to me right now. Now, when one commits, of course, the other can't go there. He knows that already. He's going to know the deal. It's like any recruits. I mean, the last two classes, Penn State had recruits that were back and forth, back and forth. And when one committed, one was knocked out. It's domino, one gets knocked out. So that's how it's going to happen. So Penn State fans, Eric Gray, four-star Eric Gray, all-purpose back, dynamic, love his game. And Noah Kane. Noah Kane is the other guy that you can look at that definitely is going to be um, in Penn State's eyes. I mean, they're going to be looking at this guy, okay? They're going to be looking at him, and it's two guys you can look at. Um I had to pick. I couldn't pick right now. This is going to be a dogfight, and it's going to be a war. So we're going to see how that goes. Now, anybody else you want me to talk about, I will right now. Now, we're talking about Lance Dixon. I feel like he's a lot. He's my lot. John Metchie's not a lot no more. Alabama's after him. Uh, you know, a lot of writers are saying that. But John Metchie likes Penn State. And, you know what I mean? He's, they've been recruiting him for a long time before he even rose up to a four-star. So John Metchie, four-star receiver. Right now, Alabama's gaining some traction. And Josh Gaddis. Josh Gaddis is a big key to that. Josh Gaddis was the wide receiver coach. He goes after a lot of the Penn State players regardless. So, you know, he got Alfano there. He was recruiting him. So, Mexico could end up there. We could see what happens. But Penn State is still a school he favors hard. Just like it's not as, as heavy. When you look on the, 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 the rankings and you say, okay, seeing that they're saying that Mechie is now 81%. That 18% ain't as low as you think it is because Devin Ford was highly picked for Virginia Tech, and I told people Devin Ford was going to Penn State. I said, he's good. that relationship was too hard. Same thing I thought about Tyreek Smith, but it turned out that Ohio State had the grip. But the same thing happened with Devin Ford. Everybody, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech, he chose Penn State. I'm going to get some wrong. I'm going to get most right. And John Mechie's a guy I feel like you got to watch. We're going to see what happens. John Mechie loves Penn State to death, just like he loves Alabama. But, you know, a lot of people are picking that Alabama thing because of who the Crimson Tide are. But Penn State ain't bad itself. And either James Franklin is one of those father figures to, to once he gets close to a, a, a prospect, oh, nine times out of ten, Franklin's going to get him. So we'll just see how far he's going for Mechie and how it goes. It's a 50 50 chance. I don't think like it's a lock no more. It used to be a lock, not a lock no more. Um, we look at Lewis Sign. They want to talk about I think Lewis Sign definitely is there. I mean, I pick him to go to Penn State. But it's, it's, it's also an opportunity for other teams to creep up on him, you know. So I'm, I'm not going to give him 100% lock. Lock mean I say, that's it. Like, that's it. He's going to go um, to Penn State and no other team has a chance. But Texas has a chance. You know what I mean? Texas has a because he's down there. He's down there now. So I think Texas has a chance. But I don't think they have it over Penn State. I think ultimately it'll be Lewis Sign that ends up being there. Zach Harrison, Ohio State. Nothing has even his visit 
doesn't has improved to me and through that visit it improved to me that I think that Penn State is still um, a team a team that he likes no doubt about it but not that strong to go over Ohio State um, Noah Kane of course we look at Texas we look at LSU and Penn State's definitely in the fold they moved into the fold quick so this recruitment is not over and um, for him to visit in this summer it's going to be something big when he gets up there it's going to be something to see his move I'm still picking Penn State for both Kane or Gray you know that that's what I call that that that's your in between you know because Kane is right there he favors Penn State and Gray favors Penn State um, I wouldn't call them locks because it's a war now like it's a war between both and whoever Penn State get first the other guy's gone you won't even hear about nothing I don't think they're getting number two running backs Penn State would love to have two running backs this dynamic David Bell don't know yet. Um, Iowa seems like a he seems like an Iowa lean. He seems like a pretty big Iowa lean right now. People are saying Purdue, but he loves Iowa a lot. So we're gonna have to wait to see Purdue's definitely in the fold. Uh, Ohio State trying to chase him. I see some people saying that, but Iowa is, is definitely hard on him. So watch out for Iowa. He's in Indiana, so you gotta look at Indiana. It's gonna be a long one to see if Penn State gets involved. John Dunmore, listen. They got a coach that came from Florida, and this is how a lot of these Florida recruits are starting to creep into the fold for Penn State. There's no doubt in my mind how they've been recruiting him that I think John Dunmore will ultimately end up at Penn State. Right now, I think he's in favor of Penn State. Everybody else, Florida State, talking all that. I don't want to hear all that. Listen, Penn State has still got work to do. He made it on campus. Right now, I feel like he's in favor of Penn State. Mozzie Smith, I've always said that, you know, it's always going to be Michigan because he's from Michigan, so it's going to be a fight. I won't call him a lot. I call now. I call the Michigan and Penn State. And I think Mozzie loves Penn State just as much. And which puts me on that one because now I have to report, you know, Derek Hunter. I had predicted him to Penn State. He had been talking Penn State before he even made the visit, months before. He was always loving Penn State. And now he goes, you know, in his in-home, Florida State. It's nothing. It is what it is. He picked where he at and at home. I pick Andre White to go to Penn State. You know, a lot of the, you know, this is for all the, you know, followers of the crystal ball predictors. They also did too. And then he ended up saying, hey, no. And then a lot of people said, you know, Cameron Kelly going to Penn State. I did. And then I said Virginia Tech because it just seemed like he's real happy about Virginia Tech. It's like he was rolling. Well, he didn't choose Virginia Tech. He chose Clemson. You know what I'm saying? So everybody knows these things happen. It happens. It is what it is. Adiza Isaac, I feel like, uh, man, Spencer loves those dogs, man. And he's a dog. He's somebody who can become a star with Penn State. And I feel like he's a lock. I feel like he's a lock right now. I feel like he's a guy, you know, he can commit. Uh, Isaiah Foskey and Billingsley are the two recruits to watch for a tight end. For the simple fact that Billingsley made a couple trips to Penn State. You can't knock that. You can see what people are saying and putting, but you can't knock that. That's big. He's, he's close to Penn State. He's doing his thing. And that's a guy to look at. Him or Foskey will commit to Penn State. That's my thing. Him or Foskey. Also, Xavier Trust. I had him as a lock. And, and then I thought, no, you know, I never broadcasted. But then all of a sudden, things started to shift to Georgia. You know, he was a lock for a long time. Then things started to shift to Georgia. And he was no longer a lock no more. Trust is with Georgia. Um... 
Michael Johnson Jr. That's one of the guys. Him and Isaac. I ain't called him a lock yet, but I think steadily recruiters will start to open their eyes and see that Penn State is definitely in the in the ranks for this dynamic quarterback, man. The fifth rated uh dual threat quarterback in the nation by two four seven, number one prospect in Oregon. I I feel that Penn State has him on the mark. Now, Hakeem Beeman, we already know it's a guy I predicted uh Salim Warmly is a lot. I just feel like it's any day now. He'll be, he'll be in Penn State. I mean, uh, Noah Polar Gates loves Penn State, but I think right now it's Alabama. Um, Billingsley, one or the other. Both of them have, have they say, Alabama. They say, oh, it's mess about Alabama, but people are saying, but 52%, someone, somebody say Alabama. I'm sitting up here following Alabama. No, 52% and 247 say Florida. So somebody predicting out the mark. Now it says favorite, but it's fifty percent to say Florida. So what are you gonna go? You gonna go because it's say favorite? No, I'm gonna go with Penn State because Penn State still is right there. He visited them twice. There's no reason why I don't think they got a ledge off of him because of Alabama. Because that, uh, Penn State has got people like Zach Coons from Alabama's clutches. I mean, it is what it is. Um, Cornelius Johnson, um, Alabama's gonna make a, a creep. But you got to go with Notre Dame right now. He's been so much into Notre Dame. It's crazy right now. Um, watch out for Michigan. Watch out for Michigan. Michigan is a Big Ten uh, player in this. You know? But we got to see. I, I don't see Penn State in this at all right now. Um, Anthony Wigan, I believe he'll be in Penn State. He's an offensive tackle that came from uh, Lackawanna Community College, which, you know, Paris Palmer came from. And recently, Jaquan Brisker, Penn State does a great job at recruiting out of that community college. Ja'Kai Moore, you know, I think he's a lot. That's just it. Uh, it's any day he'll, he'll be on there, 6'6", 95. It'll be a great, they're adding so many great additions to the offensive line. And then also, we're talking about Jared Harrison Hunt. Let me tell you something. He's probably one of the most underrated prospects, you know, heading into you know, coming up, he's heading into uh, this this class right now. He's he's six four two eighty six. Price the king. Shout out to them. They have some amazing players. Jared Harrison Hunt is the real deal, and I think he's in the favor of Penn State. It's not a lock anymore. Uh, I just feel like it's so many schools. He's gonna you know have favorites of other schools. I've talked to him, and I think that he says that Penn State's in his top three, no doubt about it. Um, so I I, I really feel like he's in favor of Penn State. Josiah Miaman. Now, the only reason I say Penn State, he's a, he's a three-star, and I don't see no schools really in the running. I mean, I don't say he's a lot, but I, I feel like he can make that, you know, you know, leap to Penn State. I really do. I think that could be their their um, guy there. Um, Jaden Daniels is somebody to think about. I don't think he's in Penn State at all right now. Go to Cali. UCLA seems to have a clutch on him. And uh, I don't see Penn State recruiting him too hard. Um, another guy is um, Jaden Davis. I don't see him at all. I see him more of a Oklahoma guy or more of a... Uh, I think Miami could have him. I think Miami Hurricanes could really have him. I think that could be a big uh, battle with Oklahoma, but I think Miami Hurricanes can end up having them. 
Uh, Tyus Fields is, is Clemson for sure. Um, I don't think Penn State is recruiting him real hard. Rodis Johnson. Now, look. This guy can play. And you got Wisconsin trying to make an easy roll on him. I think once Penn State gets it, if Penn State decides to, or once they get involved even more, I think they got Rodis Johnson. But right now, looking at it, no. I, see, I mean, it's, it's other schools like Michigan and uh, Cincinnati and Wisconsin. They're trying to make some pushes at him. He said, uh, Stephen Fotex. If I say Fotu, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, he's a four-star defensive tackle. And um, he's a classic defensive tackle. I think he's Penn State favor. He's been there for a minute. I don't think nothing takes him away from that. And I believe it'll be some teams that are still going to come after him. But I believe he'll end up committing to Penn State. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., um, there are so many teams going after him. You know, there are so many teams. There used to be a lock at one time, but not a lock anymore. I remember his mom came on Facebook, came on Twitter, was like, uh-uh, he ain't a lock. He ain't no lock. Hold on. But <laughs> no doubt LSU is, is in the runnings with him. I've heard about those talks. And, you know, of course, Pitt's trying to get – that would be great for him to get somebody in state with his talent. Um, 6'2", 185, a guy that can play. A nice four-star cornerback. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, Penn State can still be in a run for that, too. It's not like it's a dead lot. It's just going to be a wait and see. Um, John Dixon. See, you can say what you want, but I feel like he's in favor of Penn State. There's no doubt about it. John Dixon's in favor of Penn State because of the fact of Jordan Minor being there. They were both a combination of shutdown corners, and um, they both... It just it just reels them into that position. Um, uh, I don't see Ben Smiley going to Penn State. Sorry, just don't see that happening. Um, we can go along. I don't see that. Don't see the recruiting big. David Ajabo. Now people are saying that Michigan's in there, but recently David Ajabo said that Penn State was on top right now. Well, they saw him dress up. I mean, I'm sorry. Y'all can predict that all you want to. You can predict that. Go ahead. I I, I respect that. Predict Michigan because he dressed up in the uniform and the gear and all that. Go ahead and predict it. That. That's cool. That's all good. But the man said that Penn State was top choice. How dare y'all make that assumption after he just visits and dresses up? It's just crazy to me right now. I don't even know where they got that type of thinking from. So that is the 2019 prediction, in, in, in my in my opinion. I mean, Hudson Henry's a guy you got, and Cardell Thomas, two guys you got to watch out for. Also, uh, Penn State is, um, you know, making a move on him. I don't know where that's going to going to go, but they're they're after him and they're going to try to recruit him hard. We'll see where that goes. Hudson Henry. It's all up in the air right now. People say Arkansas. Somebody told me Arkansas. You know, but Stanford's right there. Stanford has been recruiting him super hard. Like, so um, we'll see how that goes. And right now, it is an Arkansas and Stanford battle. Arkansas, I mean, I'm down here in Arkansas. Man, I, I've talked to the cat. I talked to him last year. He loves Penn State. So if Penn State wants him, if they recruit him hard enough, they can get him. I feel like they got to just show that they really prioritize this guy. So um, he he's a, he's a big time guy, he's number one tight end in the nation. I, I feel like Penn State can actually snatch him if they just make the push. But right now, I say Stanford. Stanford is who I'm picking. I think it's Stanford. I think there's no doubt about it. It will be Stanford. 
you know so um that's my um wrap up right there and you want to know about uh anything like that and once again i said how dare these people talk mess when they don't even you know they don't do nothing they're not relevant at all like what's going on <laughs> i was the same guy who said michael parsons as soon as he decommitted from penn state i said he'll be back so he's too much pennsylvania too much he's too pennsylvania he just wanted to enjoy his recruit yeah, I mean, I said Devin Ford right ahead of time, boom. I mean, every every prospect right now that is committed to Penn State, I, I predicted it. Wasn't no, oh, he's going here, he's going there, no. I mean, I, I knew these guys were going to go to Penn State. You know, I mean, people talk about, oh, you can't make a change, and yo, who are y'all? Man, y'all don't even know nothing. Like, y'all don't know nothing at all. Who are these people? Every recruiter makes a change in there when they see it's a movement. Every recruiter. I'm the one who makes locks. And, you know, I'm, I can always change a lock because I got the key. <laughs> you think what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. All right, man. We about to wrap this up, man. Wrap this up. Wrap this up. Um, shout out to um, Courtney J. Roach, uh, Marcus Dupree Recruiting. Uh, shout out to my guy, Damon Harrison. Uh, shout out to NBA Draft Room and um, shout out to StockRisers.com. Um, shout out to 247, my guy Eric Watkins. You dig what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Terrell Ramey, man. His son Courtney Ramey's a five star. He's been a, he's been doing a great job. Shout out to you know, the fathers that have been involved. Brandon Boston Senior for Brandon Boston Junior. Well, shout out to those guys. They've been doing a hell of a job, man. And once again, once again. Um, um, Penn State, um, Villanova, excuse me, just so much. Villanova has been doing a great job at recruiting. My next podcast, we will talk about Villanova football recruiting. It's going down. We will talk about Villanova basketball. We will talk about Penn State basketball and whatever other news creeps up in there. Um, so it's good talking to y'all. Once again, follow me at Rider Leader 247. Uh, Facebook, Alita Johnson, and follow the leader. I'm out, y'all.